the tsunami in Newfoundland leads to my earliest nightmare. I can't remember my exact age at the time, but I do remember that my brother was born. It was before grade four, and we didn't live in Spaniards Bay. There was big news going around town that we were going to have a tsunami on our little island and to get inland away from the ocean as far as possible. This is something that I will never, ever forget. It's tucked away somewhere in my brain, and wherever that somewhere is, it never allows it to leave. In Upper Island Cove, you are surrounded by ocean. So my mother, the monster, and friends decided to stay at a friend's cabin on the old track. That's a camping place past Tilton. It wasn't as close to an ocean as Upper Island Cove was. It's surrounded by trees, ponds, cabins, and trailers. I was so thrilled to go camping with family and friends. I remember my mother sat on the couch in my grandparents' basement talking about it with her friend. I thought, with a huge crowd attending, I would be safe. I felt okay about it at the time. It was many families going to be present at all times, and usually my father behaved around others. Little me was extremely happy to get to stay at a cabin for the whole weekend. I packed my own bag, fishing rod, and trouting flies. My pop always made me. I was ready before everyone else. Although I was nervous over if we were going to still have that tsunami, I still couldn't wait to get on the road to the cabin. My mom helped everyone pack up the car as usual, and away we went. Car rides was never a fun time while my father was home. You didn't know if he was going to grab my mother while she was driving, smack her head against the window if he was driving. Any little mishap pissed him off. She was always stepping on hot rocks around him. She was never called beautiful or amazing. She was never thanked for all that she'd done. My mom was a slave at his fingertips. My heart broke at such an early age because I knew my mom was petrified of the same beast too. Through the terror of a car ride, we finally got there. I remember the cabin was on the left side of the road going in with a huge front yard. My brother and I had a bedroom to sleep in on the right side of the cabin. There was a fire pit, pond up the road for trouting, and people we knew with cabins nearby. Everyone unpacked and fired up the barbecue. We played cards, roasted marshmallows and wieners while the adults had a beer. My mother wasn't much of a drinker. She never was. My father would drink her share and his at all gatherings. But she did love getting to spend time with her friends. That didn't happen often. As the night passed on, the kids started going to bed. I was a little older, so I got to stay up longer. I sat with my mom by the fire, played cards with her inside most of the night, until my father said it was bedtime. My mother followed along to help me get ready for bed, and told me to go on and jump in bed with my brother. So that's what I did. My brother was fast asleep. I tried to go to sleep, but couldn't because of music playing, people talking, doors shutting, I called out to my mom to tell her I was still awake, and I remember it like yesterday. She said, Okay, Brittany, I'll come in with you. Then my father pipes up and says, That's okay. I got it. You stay with your friends. I'll be back out when she goes to sleep. Here I was, in the bed thinking, How hard is he going to strike me now? 
for interrupting his time, especially while he's drunk. But he didn't. I was amazed. Who was this man? I was laid down behind my brother. He was on the edge of the bed and I was on the inside. My father decided to lay down between the wall and me and said, Now, Brittany, go on to sleep. He had his arm around the front of me. I couldn't move. I tried my best to go to sleep so he could just leave. But sleep never ever came easy. Then... I felt his hand go down my pants inside my underwear. He thought I was asleep. All I thought in my head was, he is drunk, and that he's getting me fooled up with someone else. So I took his hand, so I took his hand away and said, what are you doing? Just stop. He just kept telling me to go on to sleep, and every time I would drift off, he would do the same thing. I told him I was going to scream out to my mom. Imagine doing what he was doing to his own daughter with another small child in the bed, his son, and many people around. But he was intelligent, very sly. He knew no one would come in. He was trying to get me to sleep. If anyone, would, if anyone came in, they would probably have woke us up, and he knew that. He told me if I called out to my mom, we both wouldn't make it out of the woods that weekend. So I just quietly cried, afraid I would wake my brother next to me and prayed to God to save me. The next day when everyone woke, he went about his day as nothing ever happened, laughing away with his friends. I was afraid to speak because I wanted my mom and I to make it home safe. I thought it was just an incident because of alcohol and that it would never happen again, that he would just continue to hit me or tell me I don't belong to the family. Boy, was I ever wrong about that.